Pesachim Dav Kavav, the last thing we were discussing was a case where a person has Hana'ah from something that is Asur by force. We give an example, a person sitting in his backyard and the neighbor is doing an Avodah Zara barbecue and you're enjoying the smell. Abaya says it's allowed, or Abba says it's Asur. And at first we said the Mahlukit between them is that if you could get out of there, but you're not getting out of there, on the other hand, you don't have Kavana to smell. And the Mahlukit is according to Rabbi Shimon, who goes after someone's Kavana. And Abaye says, listen, we go after the Kavana. He has no Kavana to, to smell, and it's okay. And Rabbi would tell you that Rabbi Shimon wouldn't be that lenient. If you can get out, get out. We're not going to say, oh, you didn't have Kavana, so you could stay there. And then we had an Ikadamana that says that the Mahlukit of Abaye and Rabbi is in a case where you can't get out of there, but uh, you have Kavana to smell it. And it's going according to Rabbi Yehuda. Who doesn't care about your kavana? Abaye says it's allowed, and Rabbah tells you it's asur. Because when Rabbi Uda says we don't care about a person's kavana, that's only to be uh, more mahmir. He would never say that to be lenient. And with that, we are starting kavava mudalif, three lines in at the end of the line where it says Amar Abaye. Amar Abaye, Abaye says, Mena amina la. What is my source that if you can't uh, get out of the situation, you're allowed to do it? Even though you have kavana to do it, Netanya, Amru Alav Al Rabban Yohanan ben Zakai Shaya Yosef Betzilo Shelechal. Rabbi Yohanan ben Zakai was sitting in the shade of the Bet Hamikdash. Vedoresh Kolayim Kolon. He was Doresh there. The, the, the halachot of the holiday, and the reason he chose over there, not a Bet Midrash area. There was way too many people coming, and we needed a place that has everyone there. There's no other way. You have to benefit from the shade of the Beit HaMikdash. And you're having Kavanat. And have benefit from that, uh, because that, uh, from that shade because you're sitting over there on purpose. And it was Mutar. Rabbi explains, no, the Hechal is totally different. It, it, the shade was meant for the inside. The shade wasn't meant for the outside. So if the outside people, outside the Bet HaMikdash, they got uh, some shade, that's not a big deal. And how, where's my source? That in a place where you cannot uh, walk out, if you have uh, Kavanah, it's Asur. There was holes on top of the Bet Kodesh HaKodashim. They would put uh, craftsmen in boxes that are open only to the wall. So if there's something to fix in the Kodesh HaKodeshim, they would fix it. And in the meantime, So they won't, uh, they won't get to see the light or anything. They won't have any benefit from the Bet Kodesh HaKodeshim. And what's the proof here? You have to fix. There's no way out of it. And they're still worried that he's going to have kavana, and still it's asur. And the same case would be over years. If you have kavana in a situation where you can't get out of, it's asur. Pushes back. What are you comparing cases? Call Umar hearing uh, sounds, seeing sights, and smelling the ketoret, for example, anything in the Beta Megdash. There is no you're not moil, you didn't do any isur deoraita if you had benefit. If I heard the sound of the Leviim songs, if I saw the light of the mirror, I didn't have any, I didn't do anything wrong. 
There's a special level of Kodesh HaKodeshim. And some say that What's my proof that even in the case where you can't get out of the situation, if you have Kavanah to do the Isur, it's still Asur. Listening to a voice, seeing or smelling, and by Mishum there is no Ma'ila if you do in the Beit Hamikdash area. There's no Ma'ila but you see that there's still an Isur. My love, aren't we talking about even the Otanam Even the people are inside the Beit Hamikdash area. It's their job. The law of Shah, they can't get out of that area. And if you have Kavana, there's still an Isur. And the Gemara says, no, the people are standing outside. They have an Isur because uh, they could get out of it. So that's the way of answering back. Now, the Gemara wants to go into that whole sugya with Bar Kapara about Kolumar uh, Eoreyah, there's no Me'ila, Gufa, Amar Rabbi Shimon ben Pazi, Amar Rabbi Shimon ben Nevi, Mishum Bar Kapara, Kolumar Eoreyah, and by Mishum Me'ila. Vereyah, and by Mishum Me'ila, there is no Me'ila when it comes to smelling. We have a, uh, we have a Braita. And we know that there's an Isur to copy whatever was done in the Beit HaMikdash. You can't copy the Menorah. You can't copy the Ketoret. So, ketoret. a person sets up the, the Ketoret the way they did in the Beit HaMikdash. You know, you just want to learn for practice or the Mosra, let's see, you want to teach people how to do it. Or you want to teach them to do it or just to teach them the, the Halachot. Patur, you don't get karet. If you want to smell it, hayav, then you'd be hayav karet because that's called doing exactly what they did in the Beit Hamikdash. Now, in regards to the actual toret, patur You're patur, but you did do a meida. The only person who would be hayav karet on smelling the ketoret is the person who copied it outside the Beit Hamikdash area. So now, there is this concept of smelling and uh, getting an avera, doing ma'ilak, karet, you see that there is a ma'ilak. Why did Bar-Kapara say, kol mar'evareyach en be'emishu ma'ilak? Here you say, ela shema'al, it means he did do a ma'ilak. Ela amarav papa, you have to say that, what was Bar-Kapara talking about? Kol mar'e en be'emishu ma'ilak, the fish en be'emamash. Hearing and uh, seeing, there is no ma'ila because there's nothing to it. Vereya Once the fire has been set, the smoke came up, the mitzvah has already been done. Enbo mishum ma'ila, there's no ma'ila. Even aset mitzvah to, the mitzvah was already done. And you have to say that uh, the, the, what Bar Kapara said was uh, was after the smoke already started going up, and now and therefore there's no uh, ma'ila. And the place where we said there is Ma'ila is probably talking about before the smoke uh, went up. So now the Gemara asks on Papa, So are you trying to say that if the mitzvah was already done, there's no Ma'ila? Where you're supposed to remove the ashes from uh, the Mizbeach. And these uh, ashes were from calls that you already did the, the mitzvah, and still v'yesh ba'ah mishum me'ila. You still have a me'ila. Dichti v'samo etzel amizbeach, and you learn from there shelo yefazer v'samo shelo yehane. You're supposed to put over there, not spread it. You're supposed to place it over there. You're not supposed to have benefit. And we're understanding that even though the mitzvah is already done, you're not allowed to have hana'ah. And the Gemara says you can't compare because Mishum Dahavu Trumata Deshen Ubegdeke Huna because Trumata Deshen and 
the, the white clothing that the Kohen Gadol wears in Yom Kippur, that you're not allowed to use them ever again. That come to teach me the same concept in this uh, case, uh, that once you use them, once you did a mitzvah, you could still be mo'el in the in the thing like uh, trumat tradition and and the uh, clothing of the coin gadol and and any two psukim that come together in melamdin you can't learn that din to other places in the torah so meaning dafka terumata deshin and dafka the the white clothing of the of the kohen that you can't reuse dafka there there's me'ila but everywhere else, there is no. And let's say the case over here with the Ketoret, you can't say that there is a Me'ila. And just the idea behind all this is, if there's a general rule, just say it once. Don't say it again. The fact that you're repeating it twice shows it's Dafka in these two places, not anywhere else. Trumata Deshen Hade Amaran. It's the what the pasuk that we just mentioned. Vesamo etzal mizbeach, vesamo sheloi hene, and bigdeo keuna dichti vehini ham sham. That once the coin finishes, he puts it over there. Melamech teaunin genizan. No one's allowed to have any hanaf from it. So now the Gemara asks, Haniha le Rabbanan. This makes great sense according to Rabbanan. De amre melamech teaunin geniza. They have to put that clothing in geniza. El Rabbi Dosa de Paligala. El Rabbi Dosa argued on them in Yoma. The Amar, he said that you don't put them in Genizah. You can give it to another regular Kohen, not a Kohen Gadol. You don't use it next year on Yom Kippur, but you can give it to another Kohen. And how does he explain Veni Hamsham? Don't use it next year. So according to him, you don't have two Psukim coming to teach me the same uh, uh, general rule. And according to uh, according to Rabbi Dosa, you would have to say that the, the, the smell of the ketoret you could have hana'ah after the mitzvah has already been done. Like my answer is no, no, no. Mishum davu trumat hadeshin ve'agla arufa. Rabbi Dosa would tell you because trumat hadeshin and the agla arufa, dead body between two cities. We take a we take a calf to the river and we uh, we kill it over there. You're not allowed to have Hana'ah from that Aigla. We don't learn. In both cases, once the Mitzvah is done, you can't have a benefit. And that explains pretty much for everyone else. You're allowed to have benefit once the Mitzvah is done. So the Gemara that makes great sense. According to the one who says, that you can't learn for any other Mitzvah. According to the one who says we do learn from other places, if it's written in two places that you can't have hanaah from something that the mitzvah has already been done, it's not tafka for those two places. You could still learn it for the rest of the Torah, and uh, that's Rabbi Yehuda in Masechet Sanhedrin. My So, according to him, we should learn that there is a meila even though the mitzvah has already been done. According to all the entire in the, all the mitzvot, so the Gemara explains not teremi otekative. There's two specific words in these uh, two mitzvot, Agla Arufa and Trumat Adeshin, that shows Bedavka, these are nothing else. Number one is Ketiv Vesamo. It says you have to put uh, the Deshin by the Mizbeach and Vesamo and uh, Davka. This one you put by the Mizbeach and no other ashes you put in the Mizbeach. Uchtiv. And he also says, about uh, the Agla Ha'arufa Banahal, not Agla Arufa Banahal, not Agla Banahal. You added that word Ha'arufa. And we're understanding that tafka that igla needs to be buried and nothing else. Now that we got that all set up, 
The Gemara wants to go back to the Machloket of Abaye something that you cannot control, you cannot get away from, and you have kavanah to do the Isur, where Abaye says it's Mutar and Ravah says it's Asur. And we're going according to the Ika de Amre on the, the bottom of Cafe Amud Bet. Tashema. Look, we learned in the Brayta about Agla Rufa. He He put that Agla, which is not supposed to be work. It says a Shaloma Shekha Be'ol, nothing. It didn't have a yolk, didn't do any job. You put it into a pen. Vedasha. And it sat and it started crushing wheat over there. Keshera. Because I didn't want it to do that. However, bishvil shetinak vetadush pesula. But if I put it in the pen so it could go nurse from its mother and uh, and th- uh, crush the wheat over there, then it becomes pasul. There's no other way to uh, to nurse and you have kavana for the disha for it to crush the wheat. Vekatane pesula and you see that it says pasula. And you see, even in a situation where you can't get out of something, if you have kanvana for the Yisur, it's Asur, like Rava. The Gemara says, no, Shani Hatam, by the Aglarufa, is different, Ikhtiv, Asher, Lo, Uba, Deba. And it says, no work has been done, Mikol, Makom, meaning even any work whatsoever, even if it's done on, it was done on its own. So the Gemara asks obvious question, even in a case like we said in the Resha, where you just put it in to, just to stand there and don't run away, and it, and it crushed the wheat where we said it's mutar, it should also be asur. So the Gemara says, rather you have to shift, we're, we're going to compare it to what it says by para aduma. Para aduma is not allowed to have, any, and no work has been done, and nothing carrying on it. And uh, the the Gemara that we learned in the Mishnah, Shachana Aleha Of, if a bird happened to, to just uh, land on that para aduma keshera, it's still kasher. Ala Aleha Zachar, if a male went on a male cow went on top of that uh, para aduma pesula becomes pasul because you wanted to have benefit. That was you wanted that to happen. Right away, Tosfot jumps up and screams, "Hey, wait a second! What kind? Of, why would you be happy if if this uh, male uh, cow is coming onto your paraduma? He just ruined the paraduma." And he said, "That's not good enough. Meaning, if the only reason you don't want uh, that uh, cow to go on your your cow, so it won't make it pasul. Meaning, you re- if it wasn't pasul, you'd really want it." And Rabbeinu Peretz gives an answer that, that we're talking about a case where the owner watched it and he didn't uh, do anything. And the Gemara asks, my tama, what's the reason, what's the difference between if a bird goes on it without me wanting to go on it and when the cow goes on it without me wanting it, what's the difference? Amar papa, iketiv, if the, the pasuk says, by the way, asher lo ba. It, but it's spelled without a vav, so instead of ayin vav bet dalit, it's spelled ayin bet dalit. So the Rav Papa explains, Iketiv, if it said avad ayin bet dalit, vikarin and avad, and I would have read it as avad, okay, ad avid ba'iw, until I did a melacha myself, doesn't make a difference what went on it. Now, Iketiv, ubad vikarin and ubad, if it would have been spelled ayin vav bet dalit, and I would have read it ubad, afilu mimelan amin, no matter what the case is, if it worked, pasul. The problem is, hashtad ikhtiv ubad, it says ayin bet dalit, vikarin and ubad ayin vav bet dalit, ubad dumiyad de abad, it has to be work that's been done on its own, 
but it has to be the same type of work that I would do with my own hands. Meaning, ma avad deni hale. If if avad I would in melacha that I would want af ubad deni hale. It has to also be work that uh, the work that if it was done by itself, it had to be something that I wanted. So a bird going on top of it, I don't really care. A cow going on top of it, since I would want that, then uh, then that would be no good. And you have to say use the same hiluk for the agla arufa. If I put it into the pen just so it doesn't run away, that's uh, okay. Then if it crushed wheat, that's okay. But if I put it there to nurse and to crush wheat, you're you're showing you you wanted something, you wanted it, and therefore it's asur. Now, continuing with the second, with the Ika de Amre, where if a person has kavana to benefit from something that is asur, even though there's no way of me getting out of there, if I have kavana, uh, Rabbah said it's asur, we're going to try to bring a proof to Rabbah. Tashema. Avedaf, someone found something uh, lost, you found a shirt in public or something. You can't put it out on a couch, on a bed, or on a frame, uh, to, you know, for your own personal benefit, meaning so everyone can come see you have this type of shirt in the house. If the shirt needs airing out and you put it on the frame or you put it on the bed, the frame doesn't make a difference. Once come, you can't put it on a bed or on a frame. Whether it's for my purpose or for its purpose. Why? Because you're having benefit from someone else's thing. And what do we see? The proof that arises, even in a case where there's no other way, I have to put it out so the shirt doesn't get ruined. Still, if I, there is a kavana for me to have some sort of benefit, it's a sort to do so. The Gemara pushes back. No, shani hatam. By something that you're going to lose, uh, we we ask you to hide it from people. Why the kalela? Because it's you know because you're basically burning it. Either your people are going to put aina on it, and something's going to happen to it, and it's going to get ruined, or people are going to you know maybe one of the guests are going to see it and they're going to take it, and therefore uh, we're going to tell you just to hide it. Now we're going to ask on Rava, according to the first Ikadame, the first one where he said that if a person can get out of something, he's not allowed to do it, even if he doesn't have Kavana. Tashema, we learned in Masachet Kilayim, Mokhre Kesut, Mokhrin Kedarkan, people who are selling uh, jackets, suits, they're allowed to sell regular. They could put on the coat to try it on so a goy could see it. As long as you don't have kavana when you're wearing that kilayim uh, coat, you don't have kavana that you're trying to protect yourself from the sun or you're trying to protect yourself from the rain. Those who are modest, they don't wear it, they hang it uh, on a stick behind them. Now, let's see a second. You could do like the Tzenu'in, hang, uh, hang it on a stick. And if you don't have Kavanah to have benefit, you're allowed to have benefit from it. Now, this goes against This goes against whoever, uh, whoever holds like Rava in the first Lashon. Tiyufta were really stuck with, uh, they're, they're really stuck. They wouldn't know what to do with this Mishnah, and that uh, knocks them out. Now the Gemara of, uh, goes back to our Mishnah. Veloya Sikh, a person should not burn 
with the hametz. Uh, you shouldn't use it for uh, charcoal for the oven or for the stove. If you have an oven that you you lit it up with the shells of fruits of orla or bekashin shel kilea kerem or with straw from kilaim, if it's a new one hadash, if it's a new oven, and you, you know we that's an, because that first lighting strengthens the oven, so now it became an oven al yadek kilaim yutatz. You gotta break it because every time you're gonna be nehena from something that's a surf of hanaa. However, if it's a yashan, if it's an old, uh, if it's an old oven, yutsan, make it cold, and then you could use it. Afabo, but if you baked etapat, if you baked bread while it uh, while it was hot from the from the uh, while it was hot from isur from the it was I guess the the fire came from uh, from the perot of orla. The Rabbi Omer hapat asura. The Rabbi says that the bread is asur because. The bread became better by something asur. Because they hold, the fire and the wood mean it has no comparison to one another. There's no connection to one to the other. But if you bake the bread mamash on the charcoal, because the isur was already way gone. Imagine you threw the fruit over there, the charcoal burnt it, everything is gone, and now you're just putting bread on top of the charcoal, there's no problem. Now, here's the problem. We have another breita, of an oven that you lit up using the shells of fruits of Orla and Kilakerem, Ben, Hadash, Ben, Yashan, Yutsan, you gotta make it cold. And in the other one, we said, if it's a new one, break it down. So, my answer is, the first Braita that says break, it goes according to the B, who said that since this oven became an oven, al something that is asur, now every bread that gets baked in there, it gets done be isur. Now the Braita that says just make it cold, it goes according to Rabbanan, and the same way they're matir, the bread, because there's no connection between the wood and the bread. So even if this oven was finished by Isur, it doesn't make a difference to the bread. There's no connection to it and the bread. So the Gemara says, wait a second, no, no. Maybe Rabbi argues on Rabbanan Mishum Deyeshev Bapat. If the wood or the actual perot of Orla or any other Isur may cook the bread, okay, that's where he says it's Asur. If in that bread there's uh, you know some heter, some asur over there, who said that Rabbi would be oser? Maybe he's only oser when it's only done al yede isur completely, and that's why the bread that was uh, baked on the, the wood that's uh, isur hanaad. Then okay, that makes sense. And regards to our case, if the if the oven was uh, finished by isur, who says Rabbi would say break it? Maybe just make it cold, start a new fire with wood that is not asur, and the Rabbi would be okay with it, just like Rabbanan. Ella, the Gemara says, no, Lakashia, uh, the, the one who says to break the, the oven is Rabbi Eliezer, because he holds that Zeveze Gorem, if, if you have Mutar and Asur baking the bread, it's still Asur. Veha, Rabbanan, and the one who say make it cold is Rabbanan. So the Gemara asks, "Here be the Ezra, which be the Ezra that says Zeveze Gorem is Asur? Ilemar be the Ezra this or if you want to tell me it's be the Ezra of Seor. 
the case of the yeast, the tenan, seor shel cholin, let's say we'll call it yeast of cholin, veshel truman, yeast of teruma, that fell into dough that is cholin, and neither one has enough to make it hametz, and they got together, both yeast got together, and they made the dough hametz, I go by whichever was the last yeast to jump in. So if the last one was Hulin, the entire thing is Hulin. If the last thing that fell was Teruma, then the entire thing is Teruma. It doesn't make a difference which order. It's always not Asur. It itself has to have enough to make it the Hametz. Ve'amara Abaye, and Abaye explained on this Mishnah, Lo Shanur, Bili Ezra was only Matir, Ela Shekadam Besilek et Aisur. That's only if he took whatever was Asur out of there. Meaning you, you took out the, the whatever is making it Asur. Avaloki Kadam Besilek et Aisur. But if you didn't take out uh, whatever makes it Asur, Asur. And based on Rabbi and Abaye's explanation of Rabbi Li'ezer, what do you understand that Alma that if both of them would have fell there and you didn't take it out, even though one is holy and one is teruma, if you put it together, it still everything would be asur. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen. Ve'amen.